Lotus FM News with Tracy Valaitham. Six o'clock. Good morning. Government is expected to present an affidavit to the High Court in Pretoria today on why it let Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir leave the country while an interim court order prohibiting this was in place. The court also ruled that al-Bashir should be detained under an international criminal court indictment on war crime charges. Sandra Dilanga reports. Government will have to explain why it allowed Sudanese President Umar al-Bashir to leave the country. The Human Rights Group Southern African Litigation Center brought the application to force his arrest. Last week, a state lawyer made the announcement of the Sudanese President's departure moments after Judge Dunstan Mlambu ordered preparations for Bashir's arrest. Government earlier said it offered Bashir immunity because he was attending an African unit summit in Johannesburg. Deputy Minister in the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Obed Bepala, says there was no way government was ever going to arrest Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir when he attended the AU summit last week. Bapela has pointed out that he heads of, the heads of state attending the AU summit, including al-Bashir, had immunity. He was taking part in the debate on the implications of allowing al-Bashir to leave the country against an order of a high court. Bapela said arrest the Sudanese leader, who is wanted by the International Criminal Court for War Crimes against Humanity, would have jeopardized peace efforts in Sudan. The meeting of the AU had immunity, which was not challenged by anybody for 10 days. That was published and no one objected to it until when he had arrived in the country. So we are not going to be using the AU, therefore, to be the platform where we arrest leaders. That will never happen, such as the UN was never used to arrest any leader. Nine men have been arrested during a police operation on illegal mining in Benoni, east of Johannesburg. It's alleged that during the operation, about 30 foreign nationals who are illegal miners opened fire at the police. The officers returned fire, but no one was injured. Nine suspects between the ages of 19 and 45 were arrested. Gas bottles, spades, hammers and bags of gold dust were seized by the police. The group will appear in court soon. Moving on this morning, the Gauteng government in partnership with MassMart will invest 650 million rand in various townships. This will see the establishment of 500 new retail shops within Gauteng townships, which will be run by township entrepreneurs. It's expected to create more than 1,000 jobs. Gauteng Economic Development MEC, Lebohang Mali. We're very excited about it because it will bring a lot of opportunities for our SMEs. We will identify people who are having existing shops that are not doing well and they will be enrolled into the program. They will be assisted with funding which will be administered by APSA and we will also help them with market access as the Gauteng Provincial Government. Health officials in Sierra Leone says two cases of Ebola have been confirmed in the capital, Freetown. It was thought the city was free of the disease as no cases have been recorded for several weeks. The BBC's Mary Harper has more. A spokesman for the National Ebola Response Centre said there were fears of further infections as the new Ebola cases occurred in a densely populated slum. He said there was great concern because all quarantine facilities in Freetown had been closed due to the lack of new cases. The north of Sierra Leone continues to be affected by Ebola, as does neighbouring Guinea. 
However, Liberia, which was also badly hit by the disease, was last month declared Ebola-free. More than 11,000 people have died since the outbreak began. Your top story, the Sabah government is expected to present an affidavit to the High Court in Pretoria today on why it let Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir leave the country while an interim order prohibiting this was in place. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vlatham. I'll be back with the headlines at 6.30.